Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. I am the author of Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. You can download that for free at momslettinggo.com. Welcome to the podcast that will help you feel at least 15% better. Feel free to join our Facebook private group, Mom's Letting Go, also, and surround yourself with other moms who understand your pain. If you would like to take your journey into a deeper accountability and recovery for yourself, join us at momslettinggo.teachable.com where we have a subscription membership. We have a tribe of moms who are all together in support groups and coaching and we study together and grow together and we are going to write a book together so that we can help other moms come into recovery with hope and determination and a way to find their own identity and recapture their purpose that they lose in the throes of dealing with an addicted loved one. If you find this podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave us a review because that's how other moms will be able to find us too. God bless. The other day I shared with you about Where are some of your family boundary problems? And I identified some of those boundary issues, family boundary dysfunctions uh, from Henry Cloud's, Dr. Henry Cloud's book, Boundaries, when to say yes, when to say no, and when to take control of your life. And in there, I identified some family boundaries that people have trouble with, right, in families. And today, I just want to share how to resolve these family boundaries one step at a time. So once you realize, okay, I notice patterns, I do the genogram, and I realize I have patterns in my family that are really dysfunctional, and I want to change that. How do I do that, right? And so Henry Cloud shares how to do that in the book. And I'm just going to take you through these step by step. We're going to talk about identify the problem, identify the conflict, identify the need that drives the conflict, take in and receive the good, practice boundary skills, say no to the bad, forgive the aggressor, respond, don't react, and learn to love in freedom and responsibility and not in guilt. Wow, that sounds like an awful lot, doesn't it? And it is. But you're here because you want to change something that's not working for your family, right? And before our addicted loved ones can change, moms, we have to change. We have to look at the patterns and say, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? And not that what we do is why our addicted loved ones are in the throes of addiction, because that's not true. Um, They're adults. And it's time for them to take responsibility for their own lives. We can't do that for them. We can't cure it. We didn't cause it. And we 
have to, we can't take control of it for them. All we can do is kind of look at ourselves and our relationship in the family and how might we be able to change. So the first part is to identify the symptom. Where have you lost control of your property or something in your life? Where have you lost control? Is it with your parents and siblings? Identify those areas and see their connection with the family you grew up in. So if you believe you have problems, you know, um, never had a good relationship with your mother or your father or a certain sibling, you know, identify the symptom. Like where are you struggling? Where are you um, losing sleep? And maybe it's your addicted loved one. Identify the conflict. See yourself as the problem, okay? And the boundary violation. So see yourself as the problem in that boundary violation. So if you feel like your life is out of control, it probably means that you're having some boundary issues. And identify where is that conflict? Is it with your addicted loved one? Is it with your mother? Is it with your spouse? Um, see yourself as, okay, I have the problem, right? Because if you are saying yes and you feel angry, or if you're saying yes and you feel cornered and, and um, just very, you're just doing it because you feel like you need to out of guilt, it's a boundary problem. So start with yourself see yourself as the problem. And if you can remedy yourself, you can come up with a solution, right? <clears throat> Identify the needs that drive the conflict. What is the underlying need that your family didn't meet? Face the deficit. Do you need to feel loved, approved, or accepted? Face that it can only be met by your true family of God, right? Wow. Okay, so let's talk about this for a minute. What is the underlying need that your family didn't meet? So in other words, why is it that you feel you have to say yes? And in knowing and understanding that, you can feel and start to see the root of your problem. Um, face that deficit. So for some reason, did you not feel loved in your family? Um, are you always trying to seek approval? Are you afraid that if you say yes to your addicted loved one, um, or if you say no to your addicted loved one, that they're not going to love you anymore, that they're going to um, turn away from you and not be in your life anymore? You know, do you feel responsible that love is saying yes? Um, what is the deficit? And why, why are you feeling like you have to say yes when you really inside want to say no? And realize that that's a wound somewhere in your past and start thinking about where that blind spot is and what is that about? And just start being curious in your own life. Pay attention to how you feel and realize that we can't cure our addicted loved ones, right? But we can start to heal our own wounds and turn to God, turn to God for healing. 
take in and receive the good. It's not enough to understand that you have a need. Now we need to go out and get that need met. So reach out to a good support system. You know, like that's what we do in our group, uh, Almighty Mom Tribe. We are a tribe of moms who are intentionally working on our own recovery. We have accountability. We have support. We have coaching. We are surrounded by truth tellers who are helping us dig deep into our blind spots so that we can reveal them and work on them. Learn to respond and receive love, even if it's clumsy at first. And a lot of moms, myself included, if somebody compliments me or tries to love me, sometimes I just, I, I like, you know, oh, I, I can't just say thank you. I can't. I'm just, I, I always feel like awkward, like, ooh, why are they complimenting me? You know, even if it's, oh, your hair is so cute. I'm like, oh yeah, but look at this piece over here and it's it's really out of whack and it's so, um, it's so long in spots and I don't like this. Like, I can't take a compliment, right? So start paying attention to that. Are you somebody who, who wants to give, 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 but when somebody wants to give you love, you feel awkward? What is that? Practice boundary skills. So once you identify one of these areas that you want to work on, for me it was that triangular section where I was talking to my daughter about my addicted son instead of going directly to my son and talking to him. That's a boundary problem, right? But I have to practice new boundary skills. So if you think of it as, you know, when you start lifting weights or you start an exercise routine, you don't start with the most heaviest weights, right? You start with the light exercise, light weights, and then you build. Well, it's just like that for practicing boundary skills. You need to practice in a supportive group where people can respect you and honor you. And um, we do that in our support where A shares with B and B shares with A. And we work on pretending that we are trying to establish a boundary, um, maybe one that is very difficult for us. Say no to the bad. Avoid hurtful situations. In the beginning stages of recovery, we need to stay away from those people who try to control us. And when we think that we're ready to reestablish a relationship and, and bring a friend and slowly build that relationship, maybe with our addicted loved one, we might have to bring a friend or ask for a support partner to um, talk us through that during or after when we meet our addicted loved one. If we are trying to change a boundary, it's going to feel awkward. And it's going to feel so much more powerful if we have somebody on the sidelines that we know we can talk to before and after we try something new, right? So your wish for reconciliation might be strong. And I've seen this in my Moms Letting Grow private Facebook group. Moms are like, oh yeah, he's finally in detox. He's great. It's been 30 days. Try to reestablish a, you know, we are, you know, I just love my child again. Everything's great. But then we get sucked right back into trying to control the situation, um, 
the person relapses and the cycle starts all over again. Well, it's just like, you know, we expect our addicted loved ones to get into recovery and not relapse, right? But guess what, moms, we relapse. We fall off the wagon of staying true in our boundary lane. Um, once, once that child comes back to us in, after recovery, they're going to be independent. They're going to be an adult. And it's important to remember not to get sucked back into taking ownership or responsibility of what they are doing. Um, if they, if they, you know, because it's like, oh, they're doing great. I want to help out. Yeah, but the reason they're doing great is because they are being independent. And we have to make sure that we don't take that independence away because that's where they build their self-esteem. This is really important to forgive the aggressor, cancel the debt they owe you. If you are angry at your addicted loved one for all the years, the money they stole or all the things that they did when they were in the throes of addiction, um, you'll never be free. If you've refused to forgive someone, you'll be tied to them forever. If you don't forgive, you're demanding that this person gives you something that he or she isn't willing to give, even if it's just a confession. I think, you know, part of their recovery in step five or six, I believe, where it was where my son worked through those, and he would call us and make amends for the past and ask for our forgiveness just because it was his way to heal. It was a pinch me moment day. We cried because we never thought he would get to the point where he called us and asked for our forgiveness. Now, we can't expect that and we have to let go of wanting that because if we don't let go of wanting that, it keeps us in anger. Have you ever had like an ang an argument with somebody you love? For me, it's my husband um, in the evening and then you go to bed and neither of you sleep. Like it's all you do is toss and turn and you feel horrible, right? Well, that's what it does when we can't forgive somebody. But as soon as we forgive each other, oh my gosh, we sleep, we relax. It's healthy. Another very important tool to remember when we are working through boundaries is to respond and not react. If someone can trigger you into anger quickly, you probably have a boundary problem. If you react, they are in control. But if you respond, you're in control. It's your choice. It's your choice. But if you feel yourself, oh, it's so hard sometimes because our addicted loved ones know how to push our boundaries. They know how to push us into anger. But if we take a step back and take a breath and do something to calm ourselves so we don't say or do something that we're going to regret, um, it's liberating. When we realize that we just have to listen and that they're just venting, they're not, they're not blaming us because... Yeah, they might blame us. They might call call us names, right? I mean, that happens all the time. And I think we just say, oh, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. 
I love you anyway, right? Oh, it's so hard, right? But, you know, who's right? Who's wrong? Are, are we going to get into the argument just for the sake of being right? When it, when it doesn't help, when it just escalates our anxiety and our anger, the trick is to respond without reacting. So you want to keep yourself separate right? You are separate. You are not going to own your child's anger, your child's feelings. Um, you're going to have empathy for them in that moment, but you're not going to absorb that energy. You're not going to wear it. And it's a choice. And sometimes, again, that's why being in support groups is so helpful. We can talk to each other before we know we're going to have an encounter with them and then afterward, to look back and say, what did I do well? What did I do wrong? What could I do differently? And not even, I don't even like what did I do wrong. It's what did I do right? And what can I do differently going forward? Because when we're practicing all these new boundaries, we're going to feel like it's wrong, even when it's right. So let's not even talk about what's going wrong. We're going to talk about what we felt went well and what we're going to try different next time, because we're not going to get it right in the beginning. So if we can learn to love and freedom and responsibility and not in guilt, we are going to be able to sleep better. Our health is going to flourish. We're going to feel so much calmer. The best boundaries are loving ones. It's good to sacrifice and deny yourself for the sake of others, but you need boundaries to make that choice. So if you are making choices that feel icky and are draining you and you make them and then um, you just do it out of guilt or you're, you're saying yes because you're full of anxiety that your loved one's going to die unless you do, those are not loving boundaries. So practice purposeful giving to increase your freedom. So, you know, you can um, give of your time with your grandchildren. And when you do that, it feels loving. It doesn't rob you of all your energy. That's a sign that you're, you're saying yes to something that's not in guilt. Codependents are good to someone because they're afraid. They are allowing evil. So what that means is if, if you're afraid to say no to your addicted loved one, it's possible that you are in a codependent relationship with them. And think of it as the enemy is just smiling. He's winning. No, no, no. We are not going to let that happen, right? And so if we learn to love and freedom, we're not going to stay stuck in those codependent relationships where the enemy is smiling. When we say yes because we're so afraid of something, we are not in a good place. Don't allow the evil to seep in. Know the difference. And that's why you're here. If this is something that you want to continue and work more on in your recovery, join us in the Almighty Mom Tribe.
We are a group of moms who gather together for accountability, support, we cry, we laugh, and we grow. God bless.